Welcome back to your very next lesson in module three, your prepare module. This is all about your emotional thermostat. And that will make more sense in a second, but really what we're saying is where you tend to live emotionally. And where you tend to live emotionally dictates the entire quality of your life. And not only that, if you're gonna hit your goals or not. Because wouldn't you agree that if you live in a place of frustration on a regular basis, then the resourcefulness to create your top four dreams that we said in module one won't be there? Right? So where you live emotionally plays a massive role on if these dreams are going to come true so that when we get in the next module where we're actually creating the goals and dreams, we're actually able to do something to make them happen instead of feeling helplessly behind. Remember how I said that everyone has, uh, not everyone, but most people have a highway to pissed off and a dirt road to happiness? And you might have noticed this change significant already, significantly already, but haven't you noticed that most people seem to get upset really, really easily? And it takes a lot for them to get happy, right? And after going through module two and some of this module already, you probably have noticed that that's changed a little bit for you. You've started to form new neural pathways and literally rewired your mind for success by forming a highway to happiness and having a dirt road to pissed off, meaning it's easier for you to feel alive and harder for you to feel crappy. So I want to give you a metaphor about a thermostat so you can kind of see what this means. Then I'll take you through something that will be really cool in predicting your emotions. So think of a thermostat in your house. Let's say that you have it set to, I'm making this up, 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Let's say that that's what it's set to. Wouldn't you agree that when wintertime comes and it gets cold and it gets dark outside, and the temperature drops below 75, what happens? The furnace kicks on and it brings the thermostat, the temperature back to 75, right? And then in the summertime, when things are really, really hot and it gets hotter than 75 degrees in your house and it gets up to 80, what happens? The air conditioning kicks on and it brings the temperature back down to 75 degrees. That's how our thermostats work, right? Our emotions work in a very similar way. Every single person watching this has a, a thermostat, a set temperature that you typically go back to. Have you ever noticed that happy people tend to find something to be happy about? Pissed off people tend to find something to be angry about. Anxious people tend to find something to be angry about. Depressed people tend to find something to be depressed about, right? Excited people tend to find something to be excited about. Adventurous people tend to find more adventures in their life. It's because where they've set their thermostat. And so let's say that your thermostat is set for happiness at 75 degrees, right? And that's your happiness level. Well, when things get challenging in your life, meaning winter comes, the temperature drops, you might drop right away, but don't you always find a way to get back to 75 degrees? You always bounce back, right? It's kind of like if, if fitness is a habit for you, you might fall off for a couple weeks, but you get back on the train, right? Because it feels so good. Well, if your thermostat, if your regular emotional state is set to 75, set to happiness, then Maybe some things will happen that cause sadness. Maybe some things will happen that cause depression or anxiety or worry, but you don't stay there. You bounce back, don't you? And there might be some times in your life when your furnace is broken, you need to get a repairman out there and you stay a little bit longer in the lower place, but you eventually always get back, right? But let me ask you a question. If your thermostat's set at 75 on happiness 
and things start going really, really well. Like life is incredible and amazing and exciting and your temperature rises to 85, 90, 100 degrees. Let's say 100 degrees is the highest it goes. Things are outstanding and amazing and full of appreciation and beauty and wonder and awe and love. What happens? Your air conditioning kicks on and you don't allow yourself to stay in that place. It can't be that good, can it? I can't live that happily on a regular basis. I can't be that fulfilled all the time. Everyone else has problems. I feel guilty for having less problems, right? Or I shouldn't say less problems, but viewing my problems in that way. And so what we do is we drop our temperature back down. The AC kicks on and we bring our temperature back down to our emotional home, back down to the pattern that we've run for such a long time. And this is just based on happiness. Imagine if your emotional thermostat is at 45 degrees worry, right? You might drop depression, but you just get right back up. Depression might be freezing 32, but you get it right back up to 45 worry. But the minute you get to fine, which is let's say 60 degrees, can't be that good. So you drop back down to worry. This is how people live. They have an emotional home, an emotional place they go back to. And here's the thing. Even if you don't like your house, even if it's messy when you leave your house, don't you still return home because it's your home? It's where you live? Well, you have a place that you live emotionally, a place that you tend to go back to as a default setting. What feels true for you? Are you happy most of the time? Are you worried most of the time? Are you anxious most of the time? Are you excited most of the time? We feel all of them. We go up and down in temperature. But there's one place we tend to go back to. What temperature is it for you? If 100 is the highest and zero is the coldest, and I know that doesn't make sense, but if 100 is the highest and zero is the coldest, where do you tend to live? On your emotional thermostat. And is that the temperature that you want in your life? Remember, happy people tend to be happy. Excited people tend to be excited. So how do we reset our thermostat? How do we set a different temperature? Just like a temperature on a house. You can set the temperature to what you want. Think about it like a radio dial with frequencies. Have you ever heard like your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Well, your vibration, your wavelength, your emotional energy is like a frequency on a radio dial. If 88.1 is depression, the lowest setting on FM, and 1079 is unconditional love and appreciation, well, then think about it. Which frequency do you tune into on a regular basis? Are you 96.3 contentment? Are you 101.9 happiness? Are you 94.3 worry, right? I'm making these up, but there's different frequencies. Now, here's the thing. If you have a radio dial, thermostat, a radio dial, whatever it is, I'm switching between metaphors here. If you have a radio dial, wouldn't you agree that those frequencies those vibrations, those emotions are available at all times. All you have to do is turn the dial to match the frequency, right? That's all you have to do. If you are listening to 88.1, that's what plays. But when you're listening to 88.1, guess what? 107.9 is available once you see life is happening for you and not to you. 107.9 is available to everyone at all times. Unconditional love and appreciation. The highest emotions of all are available to anyone. So you have the ability to change your thermostat. You have the ability to run a different program on your Google Nest. You have that ability. So how do we do it? 
we have to take a look at what we tend to focus on. Our patterns of focus create our emotional states based on what we tend to choose. Our patterns of focus choose our emotional home. So these are what I call emotional recipes. Based on how you answer the following questions, I'll be able to predict how you feel. So let me ask you a question. The first pattern of your emotional thermostat is, do you tend to focus, now we all do both, but do you tend to focus more in your life in general on what's missing in your life or what you appreciate in your life? Where do you tend to live? We all do both. Now don't lie to yourself because self-honesty is freedom. Where do you tend to live? Do you tend to focus more on what's missing from your life or what you appreciate in your life? Just where do you tend to live? Jot it down. Do you tend, pattern number two, to help predict where your emotional home is. Do you tend to focus more on what you can control or cannot control? Where do you tend to live? We all do both, but where do you tend to go to on a regular basis? Do you focus on what you can control or can't control? And pattern number three, do you tend to focus most on the past, the present, or the future? Where do you tend to focus? Past, present, or future? We all do all three, but where do you tend to focus? Now, there's a reason I ask these questions. Remember, wherever focus goes, energy flows. Remember, the look for red, look for blue. Whatever you focus on, you create more of. When you focus on red, you find all the red. When you focus on blue, you find all the blue. So this is an emotional recipe that literally creates your emotional thermostat. For example, watch this. If you focus on what's missing from your life, what you cannot control in the past, what emotion is that? That's depression, sadness, right? What's missing from your life, what you cannot control in the past, that is the recipe for depression. If you're focused on what's missing from your life, what you cannot control in the present, that's anger and frustration. If you're focused on what's missing from your life, what you cannot control in the future, that's the recipe for anxiety and worry. It's a recipe. It's that simple. If you're focused, though, on what you appreciate in your life, what you can control in the past, what do you feel? Nostalgia, gratitude, appreciation. When you focus on what you appreciate in your life, what you can control in the present, what do you feel? Joy, happiness. When you focus on what you appreciate in your life, what you can control in the future, what do you feel? You feel excitement, possibility, aliveness. It's a recipe. But what if you're focused on what most people do, which is what's missing from their life and what they can control? Whether you focus past, present, or future is kind of irrelevant here, but if you're focused on what's missing from your life and what you can control, that's attachment. That's attachment. That's focusing on your worth being tied to an outcome. It's the achiever's curse. And so how you answer those questions and I'm curious to see what yours are. Post in the group so I can see it. How you answer those questions will tell me where your thermostat is set. And where your thermostat is set will tell me and tell you what emotional home you tend to live in. And so when things get better, you cool it down. When things get worse, you tend to bounce back. So we'll leave here with the idea of a trigger. What typically triggers your emotional home? What triggers your patterns of focus to go to what's missing or what you can't control? We'll talk about more on triggers in a later lesson, but for now, just start to identify. What triggers you to feel that way? You have a high way to pissed off 
Probably a lot of things trigger you to feel that way. But if you have a highway to happiness and dirt road to piss off, it's actually probably hard to feel negative. So your emotional thermostat is a recipe. It comes from what emotions you practice most often. And the reason this is so important is because if you think about the big goals that you set, the big dreams, do those big goals and big dreams require wonderful emotions that are resourceful in order to achieve them? Yes, remember, all of life is cause and effect. And when you focus on the effect, meaning your existing circumstances, how that caused you to feel a certain way, that's lying to yourself. You forget the cause, which is how you feel, right? So if you're feeling negative and worry, it's reinforcing the life cycle that's creating your negative circumstances. Remember, you can't change your life from the mindset instead of consciousness that created it. You need to change that. And when you live in a state of resourceful emotions, happiness, excitement, joy, positivity, appreciation, love, unconditional love, that changes your frequency. It changes your radio dial, changes your thermostat, changes then the potential you tap into and the action that you take and therefore the result that you get. Does, do you see how important this is? It's so important. And the rest of this module is about choosing your emotions and how to navigate the negative emotions instead of being victim to your emotions so you can regulate how you feel and literally choose your emotions through the ups and downs of creating your dreams. How does that sound? Pretty awesome, right? So make sure you do your workbook exercise for today. Show up in our private community. Ask questions in office hours. Share your stuff with the group because when you're not alone, everything gets so much easier. And remember, motion creates clarity. Don't wait for your answer, keep going. And always remember, you're just one insight away from a radically different life. I will see you in the very next lesson.